Dave and Darren. Well, those are names I haven't heard in a long time. That's us. It's time, friends, for Dave and Darren and our Top 5 Things podcast, a review of what we got done this week on our highly touted morning show. Award-winning. That's true. Our award-winning morning show, which you can hear every weekday morning from 5.30 to 10 on Real Alternative Radio, Planet 93.9. My name is Dave Lavora. This is my partner, Darren Pitra. Hey, Darren, I didn't hear you come in. Oh, I've been here the whole time. Oh, I wish you would uh, I'm say I'm right over something. here. Just ring a bell or something. Let us know. The Top 5 Things podcast is brought to us by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. And Nature's Treatment of Illinois is the only locally owned dispensary. Uh, they have two locations, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan and Galesburg locations, both of those. Both are open seven days a week. Make sure you sign up if you're in uh, Illinois, if you're an Illinois resident, to get your medical cannabis card through leafwell.com, and you'll receive coupons and discounts. Let's dive right in with number one. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Over the weekend, we lost a stealth fighter jet. Yes, did they find it? They did. They did. F-35 stealth fighter went missing, and it took them a lot longer to find it than you would ordinarily anticipate finding a a, a jet like that. What do these things cost? Like, did I read it was $100 million? I think I I heard something like, yeah, $80 million. Oh, boy. Uh, But because the transponder in the jet wasn't working, and because it's a stealth fighter you know you're not supposed to be able to to see these things or find them so easy they did end up finding it after asking the public for help like you know hey if you uh if you heard a crash let us know if you heard a hundred million dollar plane come crashing down you know even though it's a stealth uh, fighter you would hear something like that right you would think uh, hey crashy what are you doing down there right so it, it crashed somewhere around williamsburg county south carolina the military asked for help. They got it, and they were able to then uh, locate the wreckage of this thing. The pilot ejected mm-hmm. safely, so uh, no one was hurt. That's the good news. The news there in South Carolina, uh, this is News 13 at 6 p.m. They tracked down a guy who heard the crash. Yes. And he was willing to last night on the 6 o'clock news. Currently. Re- I'm going to just say right now, it's not that good. Okay. Nothing as good as apparently, kid. All right. Talking about the Powerball. Um, this, this witness... F-35 buzzed us <laughs> while Grandpa was trying to buy the Powerball. Stealth fighter crashed in the backyard, about scared me half to death. Went right over my head, scared me half to death. Never seen a... Stealth fighter crash before. Live in front of my eyes. Uh, This gentleman for the 6 o'clock news last night for News 13 in South Carolina, willing to recreate what the crash sounded like for us. Oh, okay. (laughs) And thanks for joining us at 6. I'm Bob Jubeck. And I'm Patsy Kelly. First at 6, officials with Joint Base Charleston confirmed debris from an F-35 fighter jet that disappeared Sunday was found yesterday. Bob looks a little puzzled. (laughs) Bob. (laughs) <laughs> Bob's gonna, gonna look at his face like, what the hell's going on around here? I'm really crossed up. 
Bob's. Bob Bob is not a fan of all the young people working at the station. <laughs> Can't believe you know, they got me on the desk with this Patsy Kelly. It's it's a young man's it's a young man's world and it's passed Bob by. Patsy, I'm bummed you back. <laughs> this tie is older than you are. Exactly. <laughs> Back to News 13. Okay. The latest on the recovery, and he also spoke with a man who heard that jet go down. I had a chance to talk to a man who lives out here. He told me he actually heard the plane as it was flying past his house and crashing nearby, uh -huh. but he didn't know what it was. I'm almost October the 6th. I'll, I'll be 72 years old. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful, and I don't, I, I don't have to worry about people. Look, no, close up tight. You know, I like space. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon, I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching. Taking a shave. Between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> I said, "What in the world is this?" And I heard a boom. In my whole house, sure. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me. I thought, "Must put still a meter in space or something." And I said, "Well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Look, the thing was flying just too low." So yesterday evening, I said, "The helicopters, I'm out here walking." Yes. Choppers keep flying around. I said, "Well, somebody must, somebody must have robbed a banker, killed some people, or whatever." Kill some people. I told me it was about the plane. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. <laughs> the wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Yes, I think it's safe Military to say. security is very tight with numerous red and white signs. I heard a plane <laughs> crash, but I was in the middle of having a shave. What? I, didn't, I heard a loud screech and a thud. I didn't think much of it. Then the cops showed up. I thought, maybe somebody robbed a bank or killed somebody. And... Uh, yeah, I would say it's safe to say that when the plane crashes into the ground, it's flying too low. Signs on the side of the road that read, no trespassing. This area has been designated a national defense area. They're also taking a picture of the sign, which, by the way, says no photography allowed. <laughs> right. So, what, but do they just have those signs laying around? They or, must. Or does someone have to make one up real quick? No, I bet they have those around whenever there's a... Because, you know, that's a stealth fighter. We're not supposed to even know what it I looks understand, like. but how often do you use these signs? Mm, they got a plan for these eventualities, yeah? Well, let's go back Kills to Bob. Kills whatever. I walked up there. They told me it was about the plane. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight, with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read... No trespassing. This Photography area has been prohibited. National defense area. Just with the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Because the church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of Old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Anything man-made can malfunction. You know, so you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what really happened. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be kept a secret what happened. Because, you know, it could have been a major disaster. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That was Randy yeah. Owens reporting from Williamsburg County. Uh-huh. Bob, Bob is checked out, by the way. Bob, Bob's not here for the rest of the story. No, Bob, Bob booked. Bob's, Bob is Bob's like, had enough. Bob's had enough. I can't. These kids, 20, 24-year-old producers. 
Can I get to the part where he recreates the sound of the crash again? This is just my favorite. Paper mill in Georgetown sure. 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful. And you I know, don't... other than when uh, stealth fighters crash into the ground at a high rate of speed, it's pretty quiet and peaceful. I, I don't have to worry about people look, you know, close up tight. You know, I like speed. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon... I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, <laughs> and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. White <laughs> says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time. It's so like that Yoko album. I didn't realize it was a plane at the time. What did you think it was? And then when you saw all the authorities, you thought, you didn't think it was about the plane crash. No. You thought maybe someone had robbed a bank or killed a bunch of people. I thought, can it be? I thought, what, did a meteorite come out of space or something? Did a meteorite come from outer space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Look, the thing was flying is too low. But so I'm not going to report it, by the way. It's the evening. Now, let's go back to Patsy, who I think probably spent too much time at the pool this weekend. Helicopters, I'm out here walking. Choppers keep flying around. I said, well, somebody somebody must have robbed a banker. Killed some people or whatever. Killed some people or whatever. (laughs) Or whatever. Patsy, you can't be, you're that fair-skinned, you can't be out in the sun like that. There was a massive crash, uh, loud noise, massive crash, shook the house with such force. Moments later, I saw a bunch of cops, and I thought, maybe somebody robbed a bank. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's connected to what I heard. This is just a busy day today. <laughs> this is too much excitement for my rural community. Meanwhile, Bob's going to go have a scotch. <laughs> He's got his and, feet and, up and, and, on the sports and desk. And l- lament about the days when you could actually smoke in this place. Back when we actually did some hard news. <laughs> but all you, but now everybody, everyone that works here was born after 9-11. What is this country coming to? He's got his feet up on the weather guy's desk. On the with, weather guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's got his feet up weather, on the weather guy. I've told you, please don't do this. Nah, shut up. Shut up. We used up. to do this all the time in the 70s. Shut up. I bobbed you back. I don't I remember this. when we were trying to nail Nixon. I don't know. I heard this violent crash. I didn't think anything of it. I went back to my shave. Then when I saw the cops, I immediately thought, I bet somebody robbed a bank. Or whatever. Even though there's no bank to be found as I live in the middle there of is, nowhere. There is no bank. Or somebody killed a bunch of people or whatever. Why, why was it why was it a bunch of people? <laughs> why did you you know, you don't think the authorities would be looking for somebody if they killed one person? No, not out here. Doesn't rise. You don't get more than one uh, cop car unless a bunch of people are dead in this part of South Carolina. I don't know about that. Wee! I gotta isolate that audio. That's that's dynamite. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 I have a appointment at the eye doctor next week. Yes. Which I'm not looking forward to. Why? Well, because I think what 
they're going to tell me is that my vision's gotten worse since the last time I got my glasses. How is that possible? Well, I'm getting older, Darren. My eyes, contrary to a popular opinion, I don't see so good. Uh, your eyes kind of, uh, you know, deteriorate as you age. I don't have glasses. I won't wear them. Do you think you need them? Oh, I probably, it probably could improve a few things, but I'd end up breaking them. I'd end up losing them and breaking them, and I'm not, just, I'm not going through that exercise. Sorry. It does happen. You know, if I put others at danger, so be it. Yeah, the last time I had to go to the eye doctor was to get new glasses because I left a pair in an Uber. See, there you go. Yeah. That would be me uh, oh, if you... I ever took an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> or wore glasses. Or wore glasses. That would be me right there. Natch. So I... I'd, be, I'd just be, I'd just, how much do your glasses cost? The, uh, more than I'm willing to talk about on the air. Okay. Well, see, it, it, that's it, the sort of money I'd be burning through. To the point where when I go next week, and they tell me I need a new prescription. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go for the, for the eye test, but there's no way I can afford a new pair of glasses right now. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I got other things going on. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't have that kind of scratch. You know what you need? What? Um, you need one of those chains for your glasses so you don't lose them. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. Having lost a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confident I'll never lose another pair of glasses. Okay, well, that's... That's something you do once. That's, that's some real bravado there. No, no. I'm, Darren, you believe me when I tell you. I, I would. I'm, see, I would. I'd lose them. You wouldn't lose them a second time. Yes, I would. Let me ask or you I'd this. sit on them and break them. Let me ask you this. Because I, I believe in you, maybe more than you believe in yourself. Have you ever lost a pair of uh, car keys? Yes. How many times? Hundreds. No, you only have lost one pair of car keys. One pair. You won't. You're much more careful with your car keys now after you threw them out. Not necessarily. I thought I was careful then. When I lost them, it didn't make any sense. There was only one place I could have lost them. And that was? In the trash. You threw out your car keys. I was done. I was walking a dog. Mm -hmm. I was walking the dog. And somehow I was... I, I threw them away. I have almost thrown away car keys since you told that story where I'm getting home from work, I have my car keys in my hand, and then I'm taking out the garbage, and I almost put the car keys in with the trash, like not thinking. But then I think of your story, and I go, well, don't do that. Don't throw out the car keys. Don't be a Darren. You know, that's the last thing. You know how much I've lost it? Huh. I tried to start a lawnmower with my car keys. (laughs) You know how you open your car with your yeah. car keys? Yeah. I tried to do I tried to start a lawnmower, <laughs> a push lawnmower with the car keys. And you want me to wear glasses? I I once got to work when we were working uh for Planet 93.9, but we were working at the other place out uh-huh. on 280. Yeah. yeah. I I got to work in the morning and then I hit the garage door opener in my car. Oh yeah, that's yeah. And it's like, and then, and then as I was doing it, I thought, "What's wrong with you?" I hope What's... I don't have the range where I just open the door. Oh, that would, that would be problematic. This thing's too good. Oh no, I gotta dial down the intensity on this son of a gun. What so, is what is this doing to me? When I go for the uh, I my, my appointment next week, 
and they tell me, oh, you're, you're probably going to need new glasses. I'm going to go, oh, thank you for that information. Your wife wore, uh, and then wears I'm gonna glasses. Go yeah. yeah. Who, has, who has better eyes? Oh, me. You, you have better eyes than oh, her? Oh, her vision's awful. No, if you, you, if you put her, like, if you were to put my glasses on, yeah. and these are bifocals, but I think you could wear my glasses, you as someone who doesn't have problem vision, well. and not get a headache in 30 seconds. If you put Jenny's glasses on, really? Oh man, incense huh. and peppermints, man! Huh. It's a freak saint, maybe. Did she wear glasses when you guys met? Oh yeah. Well, contacts. See, she wears contacts. Uh, that's not for me. The thought of putting something, uh, touching my I, eyeball, I, I, I couldn't do that. Never in a million years. I couldn't do that. I, and that's not to suggest that there's anything wrong with people who wear contact lenses. Believe me, no, you, you have my respect. If you it's can wear contacts, a, you're just, a much better person than I am. Yeah, that's not a club I got in my bag, man. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the chance. idea of touching your eyeball and cleaning it. No, no thanks. No thanks to all of that. So um, my larger point is this. I was excited when I read online that there is a class you can take for just $11, an online class where you can strengthen your eyes. You give them $11 and you don't need glasses anymore. Because you see glasses according to this person, mm-hmm. complete scam. Co- totally unnecessary. No one actually needs glasses. I'm listening. And if you give me $11, I'll tell you the secrets. Ah. So that you don't have to wear glasses. Is anymore. it $11 a month? I think it's a one-time pay. An anti-glasses influencer says she can show you how to fix your vision. Her name is Samantha Lotus, because of course it is. And she's telling her followers on social media, quote, you may have been told you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. Canadian wellness influencer going viral for claiming doctors who have recommended glasses or contact lenses for bad eyesight are lying And instead, you can heal your eyes by simple, holistic, multi-dimensional healing methods. Multi-dimensional healing methods that she says are backed by the science. Samantha Lotus, whose website and social media posts have now gone private after getting a bunch of attention, offering a class for $11 to teach you, if you have bad eyesight, how to see again. She told her nearly 30,000 Instagram followers that she's already healed her own eyesight and is offering to teach others to heal the, quote, spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical reasons behind their bad eyesight. It never occurred to me that my eyes were bad, not as a result of the way my eyeballs are shaped, but it's a matter of some uh, emotional stuff that I'm dealing with. It never occurred to me. Shut up and take my money, Are you Samantha saying you Lotus. Have oddly shaped eyes. Well, that's why I have a astigmatism, right? So that means I'll that give the, you astigmatism. <laughs> what about my astigmatism? Do you eat carrots? Uh, Probably not enough. No, not enough. Ever had carrot juice? Sure. It's awful. Well, you know how I feel about carrot cake. Carrot cake's one thing. It's the greatest of all cakes. Yeah, no, that carrot cake. Have, does anybody like carrot juice? It's the one thing I just, it's like, I mean, if you mixed it with other stuff, they have like these V8 splashes and whatever. Well, that sounds great. They, they cover stuff up. I but love if, it. Just to have just carrot juice. Yeah. 
it might be the one thing that I can't I can't do. Well, if it tastes bad, my suspicion is it's probably good it's for like you. It's a sickly sweet thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. Carrot juice is sweet. I suppose Ugh. it would be. It's awful. This uh, Lotus character says that she incorporates positive psychology, CBT, psychoneurodumonology, metaphysics, energetics, nutrition, and alternative natural medicine into her healing protocols. You can imagine there are some people who doubt that this is true. And, and these people, I say, uh, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, the uh, the whole thing, I guess, when you take the class, it's really just a, a big testimonial for essential oils. Mm, I see. She yeah. says if you buy essential oils off of her, they can strengthen your eyes. This whole webinar to give me $11 and I'll teach you how to fix your eyesight, uh, they say it's just a Trojan horse to sell essential oil products. Yeah, typically that's the idea. Lotus says, no, that's a misrepresentation of what I'm doing. The goal of my class is self-healing, you see. Correcting bad eyesight includes avoiding blue light, reducing screen time, using specific eye and neck exercises, and incorporating specific nutrients into one's diet. Here's the thing. I cannot cut back on my screen time. I mean, I'm right now looking... No joke, no joke, dear listener. Uh, right now, I am looking at no less than 12 screens. What does carrot That's juice... That's what I do for a living. What does carrot juice taste like? Pure carrot juice tastes earthy and sometimes with strong, pungent, and mild, bitter tones. But not everyone likes the plain version. Carrot orange juice tastes delicious. Mm. See, see, they're cutting it. They're mixing it. Yeah. They're even saying here, on its own, don't take it. And that's somebody who sells orange uh, carrot juice for a living. Well, it's just, if someone likes it, I mean, it's probably the healthiest thing on the face of the earth for you if it tastes that bad. A doctor of optometry, you got to go to school for seven to eight years of post-secondary education to get your professional designation. She says, give me 11 bucks, I'll fix your eyes. Just quit looking at TV screens and... Use some essential oils, and you'll be fine. She probably would suggest that people don't stare into fires enough. (laughs) Well, I did some of that over the weekend, and I got to tell you. It's like like mankind's original TV. Here's what, Friday night, I went to a a bonfire. There you go. You're looking at a fire. I just kept staring at it. It probably made your eyes better. Well, this was the thing. As I'm looking at the fire, I'm thinking, how is this not boring yet? You know? I just was looking at it. Now, granted, I, I was also uh, having a couple of cocktails. People stared at it for thousands and thousands of years. Well, there was something about that. It, 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 it's like there's a switch that goes off in the back of your mind where it's like, this is what I should be looking at. I shouldn't be watching television. Every night I should just be looking at a fire. Right? There's something about it in your in your DNA. I just kept thinking, I don't want to change the channel on this fire. Like, I don't want to see something else. I just want to look at the fire, though. There's always different shapes, isn't there? Isn't that something else? You keep feeding it stuff? Yeah. I was feeding you, Jack. Yeah, maybe that's what I got to do. 
Instead of going to the eye doctor, I'm just going to look at a campfire for a Ask little bit. Ask him about it. Yeah. Ask him if it thinks uh, my eyesight it would strengthen my uh, eyesight to watch more fires and less TV. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Hey, uh, let ask me him a- about the carrot juice. Let me ask you this. I could get new lenses or, hear me out, carrot juice, and I spend more time looking at bonfires. Ask him if he's ever had carrot juice. All right. I will, I'll come back to you with that. And they'll the, be like, oh, no, it doesn't taste very good. I know. <laughs> and I haven't even had it. I'm sure I've had carrot juice, but I have had, it, had cut, it mixed. cut with other things. Can you just get straight carrot juice yes, at, the gro- at the grocery store, or do you have to go to like uh, the health No, you section? can find it at the grocery store. All right. I'll do a shot of it. Don't buy it. Boy, you, you really don't care for carrot juice. And, I, and I'll eat anything. Yeah. I'm reading some reactions here. To what? To, to this Samantha Lotus character who yes. says that you don't need glasses. You yes. can heal your eyes with essential oils and meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, here's some takes. Uh, this one. I stopped wearing my glasses in March of 2022 after reading about the spiritual connection to eyes. Mm-hmm. Now I meditate twice a day, and I never wear glasses because I can see. I still read things wrong and get into car accidents, but I love not having to wear clunky plastic on my face. There you go. I'm constantly T-boning people when I drive. Here's another that says, how long until we get you really don't need to use toilet paper? (laughs) Yeah. Just mind over matter. I guess it was only a matter of time before the anti-glasses grift became a thing. This community is so hell-bent on having a contrarian opinion on every incredible scientific invention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, an optometrist here who says, and again, it, it would be in his interest for you to buy glasses, but I think there's an excellent point made. Uh, her video is BS. I just want to remind everybody that eyeglasses are one of the greatest disability accommodation success stories in human history, wear your glasses. Yeah, it's quite an invention. Oh no, man! Maybe I'll do my own research. Maybe some essential oils are uh, are what what I should do. Uh, last one. Yes, this exactly. I fix my vision with crystals. Those crystals are ground into a shape that helps me see, and I keep them in front of my eyes all day with a special little holder. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that glasses work. It's just that I would end up ruining them and just spending all kinds of money on them. So maybe it's not for you. It's just not for me. But if your eyes got to a point where you n- desperately needed them, you'll, you would figure out a way to not lose them. I promise you. If I can keep hold of them for the most part, I mean, I've only lost one pair of glasses. Which, when you consider the length of time I've been wearing them, that's really a remarkable achievement. As disappointed as I was to have left the glasses in that Uber, I was due. Right? And you've never sat on them and broke them, huh? No. No, I, can't. I, I, I lack the ability to sit on my own face. I wouldn't be here if I could. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Yes, we like to play alternative music on Real Alternative Radio Planet 93.9, but we also feel it's just as important sometimes to offer up some alternative points of view. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinions. 
Here's one. Unpopular opinion sent in on the text line. Mm-hmm. I think this show would be better with less Dave and more Darren. It's not that I don't like Dave. Unpopular opinion. I just relate more to Darren. Hashtag Darren and Dave in the morning. Can, can you tell where that comes from? Sure. Yeah. Okay, because that's the first time I've ever done that. What do you mean? Sent one of those. Yeah, this is you. <laughs> it's, this is your number. You think I don't know who sent uh, this? You don't think I can't track hey, this? Hey, look, you want to take the wheel? I would love to just... Uh, let's do that. Let's, uh, uh, let's have you push the button. I don't... Look, I don't know that that's that unpopular an opinion, so that's not even fair. Yeah, I know. That's what most people say. Less Dave and more Darren. <sighs> Good idea to start See, with... See, kind of, this kind of defeats the purpose of the whole thing we're doing here. Uh-huh. We're, that wasn't a good example. Here's one uh, text that says, here's my unpopular opinion. Green Day is just the worst. Mm. The worst? Just the worst. Another unpopular opinion going after Green Day. Green Day's good riddance, time of your life, is not a good or substantive song. <laughs> I believe the word is contrived. While that song sounds like it has emotional depth, uh-huh. the lyrics are pretty vague and generally share not very well-written platitudes. You can tell they set out to create their own soft acoustic radio hit yeah. with that kind of intention versus actual heartfelt inspiration about something specific in their lives. While it is a ubiquitous shorthand and rite of passage rituals, anyone getting misty about this song is having deep, about, uh, having deep emotions it's just absolute pablum. Huh. Yeah. I think a, a quick Google search will tell you that that song's about Billy Joe's dad dying, so uh, you, you don't know what you're talking about. But that's an unpopular opinion. Today is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. I was going to say, we haven't got to any food yet. I can't imagine anybody on this National Pepperoni Pizza Day is going to have a problem with pepperoni pizza. And yet here it is. Pepperoni is a BS pizza topping. Pepperoni overpowers everything else on the pizza, guys. Other cured meats are great, but cheap BS pepperoni will ruin a pizza. Oh, and on another note, giant-ass burgers you can't reasonably take a bite of without looking like a jackass. Will you cut a burger in half? I have done. Yeah. Uh, if it's too yeah, big, I, will I have too. done. I will, too. I prefer I not to yeah, for I some pref- reason. Yeah, I prefer not to, but I will. Mm. Uh, this is another hamburger one. Typically, I, like if I'm having hamburgers with like my mom, mm-hmm. I'll cut hers in half. Yeah. And then in doing so, I'll cut mine, too. Well, so, that's... So that, so that you don't feel, yeah. you know. Right. This is what we're both doing. We're together. both doing. This. And that's a loving thing to do. Well, I thought so. Yeah. This is why people want more of you and less of me. Another hamburger sandwich, uh, unpopular opinion. I think the true main McDonald's burger is the quarter pounder. Mm. They put the Big Mac on purpose as the main burger, so uh-huh. people start thinking, hmm, I think the best burger is. The Big Mac, but not the Quarter Pounder. And then they talk about it with more people. But this is an open secret. The Quarter Pounder is one of the first burgers. It was a cheeseburger, which is just a smaller Quarter Pounder. 
It's so obvious they must know. I, I consider the quarter pounder at McDonald's a signature sandwich. Along with the Big Mac. Unpopular opinion. Taking a shower every two to three days is perfectly respectable. Don't get me wrong. If you work in a not-so-clean environment or if you sweat a lot, yeah, shower every day. But for the rest of us, I think two days, max three days, is more than okay to go without a shower. I find, my, I find that my skin and hair feel healthier with my natural oils. Is that your buddy that does shower to shower? Of course I wash my hands and maybe even splash a little water on my face at night. But I don't think we were meant to shower every day. Just my two cents. Enjoy your day, friends. Well, people would probably tell you that, that you're, you're maybe better off to build up some oils and whatever. Mm. Not anything I'm interested in, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I take a couple showers a day. Well, I typically at some point... Takes a couple during the show, if I'm being honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you don't get as much Darren as you want. He's busy. He's, he's in the shower. He's, he's busy in the rain locker. <laughs> Do you ever... Like, if the back in the day when there would be a phone that would ring at your house. Yeah. You didn't have your own phone. Yeah. Did you ever, like, the phone would ring, and you're like, if it's, if it's for me, tell them I'm not here. Did you ever, of course you did that, right? Maybe, but it was so long, that's so long ago that. I'm remembering, uh, it would drive me crazy if the phone would ring, and I would say, if it's for me, I'm not here, because I don't want to deal with anyone right now. And, who, and, and my, like, my mom. Like 10-year-old Dave? No, like, uh, you know, 14-year-old Dave. I would just say, listen, if it's for me, I'm not here. I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, he's right here. No, no, it was, you know, just say I'm not around. Uh, and, and my mom would take that note and say, he's in the shower right now. Uh-huh. And it was like, what? So well, now. I'm willing to lie, but. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, now I have to call them back because you made it sound like I'm in the house. I only he now I've here. only got like a ten minute window. He is here, right? Oh, he's in that shower forever. And that's the thing. Well, I mean, I was a lot. I was fourteen. You do the he's, math. He's there a lot. I was. No shame in that. Unpopular opinion. He's getting rid of the glump. Saying no problem does not imply that there was a problem. I've hated hearing this for a long time. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. You should say you're welcome instead of no problem, because when you say no problem, it implies there actually was a problem that you're forgiving them for. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that either. I'm pretty sure the only reason some people think this way is because someone else told them and for whatever reason took it to heart. Nobody thinks that way if they hadn't heard the saying. If someone thanks me, I habitually always say no problem or no worries. I don't mean anything else by it. To me, it's just a more casual way of saying you're welcome. A little too casual. Like if we're dissecting words or some hidden meaning, you're welcome can also sound snobby. Like, you're welcome. I went out of my way to do this thing for you. I'm not texting you. (laughs) Can't you tell by the tone of my voice? You're welcome. You're welcome is a lot clearer than no problem. Saying no problem never used to bother me. Until it started bothering me, and now it kind of does bug me. It's like you're a little too casual. Yeah, that's it, right? That's that's exactly it. Yeah, I know it's no problem. It's your job. (laughs) 
I someone I read this where it's much easier to say, and I feel like I've noticed other like when I when I'm having interactions, I feel like this is catching on. What you do is because if you feel like saying your welcome is too old and weird, and you want to be kind of casual and say you know no problem, instead of saying no problem, yeah, what you say is tell me if you think this is a reasonable substitute. See, let's see if I would accept this. All right. Instead of saying no problem, but I don't want to say you're welcome, mm-hmm. I say I'm happy to do it. Like if you say, uh, I, don't hey, can I, get... I don't hear that very often. Happy to do it. If I... you say, I'm happy to do it, hey, um, can I get to ranch dressing with my fries? I'm happy to do that for you. That's, a, that, that's easier than yeah, I don't no know. problem. That might, that might... That's no problem. Yeah, I don't know. Happy to do it for you is better, I feel, and I've read. That people feel better when they hear, I'm happy to, we're, we'll be happy to do that for you. As if opposed they, to my pleasure? The my pleasure feels a little creepy. My pleasure feels. Is it really a pleasure? Yeah. That, what are Boy, you? you got a very low bar. Yeah. When they you got s- a low bar if that's a, if you find that, if you just find this interaction that we just had, this transaction pleasurable. Yeah. What are you, Barbara Eden? My pleasure makes me feel weird when they say that. Your welcome, I think, is probably the best. But happy to do it's pretty good. Unpopular opinion, Darren. Pickup trucks today are minivans for people who are too insecure to actually drive a minivan. What's this again? Pickup trucks these days are minivans for people who are too insecure to actually drive a minivan. From heated leather seats to Bose audio systems, hydraulic-supported cabs, heated cup holders... Posh wooden trim, entertainment systems, and a bed that won't fit a standard lawnmower and some two-by-fours. Pickup trucks today are rarely used for actual work, but rather to project a rural tough guy image while toting your kids and your family around the suburbs. (laughs) Top three best-selling automobiles in 2022 were all massive pickup trucks with tiny little beds that no contractor, carpenter, plumber, would ever find functional. That's my unpopular opinion. Mm, that's that seems. I like that they backed it up with data at the end. <laughs> I'm even gonna throw you some hard data. <laughs> you're you're too insecure to drive the minivan that you really probably ought to be driving. Uh, interesting take. <laughs> unpopular opinion. Stephen King books are boring. Look, I've tried to read a few Stephen King books, and I can't get more than maybe 50 or 60 pages before I'm done. Way too much unnecessary rambling. Imagine we're in a Stephen King novel, and you're chasing me with a knife. King would probably go into a long, irrelevant rant about the factory where the knife was made, the name of the supervisor at the factory, what the supervisor ate for breakfast that morning, the name of the chicken who laid the eggs he ate that morning for breakfast. What the guy was thinking about when he collected the eggs and what color socks he was wearing. It'll take him 100 pages just for the guy to pull out the knife and start chasing me already. (laughs) Sounds like someone wants to get chased with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Unpopular opinion. This one's from Jake. He texts in crinkle crinkle cut fries are better. Yes. Than curly fries. Yes, they are. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. 
unpopular opinion. Un- just... Curly fries are just so unnecessary. What are you doing? Oh, I think they're a wonderful treat. Oh, th- and you think they taste as good as a crinkle cut? You're, th- you have no taste buds. I feel like they're different experiences. They are different. I just the curly. It's like what? What is this? No, but to the point where I don't, curly fries aren't even really fries. Curly fries are like for a child. Oh, I don't know. Isn't, isn't this something to entertain a little kid? What is this? <laughs> They're a little too thin, aren't they? I don't know about thin. It's just like, what, 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 what is this? This is... Uh, are you trying to... Uh, trying to entertain a three-year-old with these things? <laughs> I find them charming. What, do you pretend like it's a pig's tail? Is that what you do? I don't... That you pretend that you're eating a pig's tail? I just find the shapes to be engaging. And you think they're the most flavorful? No. No, a crinkle cut has flavor because you have more... Surface area. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm on board. Okay, good. Good. I'm not saying I like curly fries better. I just don't know that I agree with the curly fry uh, vitriol. I don't know that I've ever ordered a curly fry. And again, another thing is waffle fries. What is this? Now that's that's where what is this? If your argument uh, is surface area, then you're a hypocrite not liking waffle fries. No, waffle fries is too much. If you had maybe if they were like little, maybe. But it's like, well, how many fries does this a- account for? All right, here's here's where I will disagree with you respectfully, but also agree with you. A waffle fry is like what six, seven fries, in 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 your your holding. Six, do you eat six or seven at one time? Let me finish. I, I will not order waffle fries I won't unless I'm doing a cheese fry. Like in Hungry Hobo, when dip. you get the waffle fry, if you dip the waffle fry into the cheese, yeah. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. On it, I would not have a waffle fry with a hamburger sandwich and ketchup. I just, I just wouldn't. Okay. But with cheese, as a cheese fry... I think a waffle fry offers you a wonderful option. See, I don't do, typically, I don't do cheese fries because I think if you're having French fries, isn't that enough? Uh, like a, but like a, a chili cheese fry? Yeah. And, you're, and you've got the waffle fry where you've got all that space for the chili and the cheese to go? That makes a lot more sense than any other kind of fries. I'd rather have a bowl of chili and an order of fries. Yeah, I get it. I get it. D- not disagreeing with you. Unpopular opinion... Frosting is disgusting. It can be a lot. Frosting is gross. Every time I have it, it just tastes so bad. It makes me want to gag everywhere. Yeah. I usually have an ice cream birthday cake. But this year, you got me ice cream mochi, which was so good. Who did? You get, who, says who you. Who got this? It says you. you. Who I did you? I don't know who they're writing this to. It was so good. While my family had a regular birthday cake. I don't like to judge. Oh, it says, I also don't like some types of fudge either. Fudge is a lot. It's very concentrated. I like sweet stuff, but I can't stand frosting or some types of fudge. Also, chocolate ice cream is overrated. It's good, but vanilla is way more refreshing. And this is coming from someone who loves chocolate. (laughs) Boy, that was a lot of unpopular opinions all in a a row. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Uh, here's one from Jason who says, unpopular opinion. It's just called a hamburger, not a hamburger sandwich. 
Well, that Dave likes to say hamburger sandwich. This is why they want to hear more from you. Our last... He's just, he's just having fun when he calls it a hamburger sandwich. Uh, that's, I call it a pizza pie and a hamburger sandwich. Because I like to add a little formality he to likes, my dining experience. Yeah, he, likes, he, he likes to pull your leg. That's all he's doing. He's just he's just trying to get it. I'm, he's just he's just trying to. I'm here to push buttons on yeah, this on this board. Yes, on this computer and each and, and in, every one of and you and inside your head, dear listener. Uh-huh. Last one, unpopular opinion. People need to stop posting wedding photos after the wedding. I can't stand people who keep posting their wedding photos like a week or month after their wedding okay, so constantly. I, so you have to do it within the first week, huh? Like we get it. You're married. It was pretty. But let's drop the zillionth one month of marriage gushy post of the same pictures you've already posted. They make their profile picture their wedding. How about you save it for your one, five, or ten year anniversary? Sincerely, another married person. Mm, boy, somebody doesn't care for that. Well, there you go. Those were some unpopular opinions, and yeah. we're happy to have shared them with you here. I feel like I, I learned a lot, and I, I also feel like we had some important uh, discussions about topics that may be too taboo for the other shows yeah. to tackle. Hearing from the other side of town. Mm-hmm. The other side of the tracks. I love it. Four. 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 Artificial intelligence. Listen, it's it's everywhere. It's all anybody's talking about. And there's a lot of it, you know, a lot when, when it comes to this AI that, frankly, I don't care for. There's a lot of it that scares me. There's a lot of it where I think, I don't, I don't know that we should be messing around with this stuff. But then I read where uh, in China they're using AI to successfully translate what chickens are saying, mm. and I think, well, maybe there is a use for this. I don't know if I want to know what they're saying. Scientists from, from Japan say that they can understand what different chicken sounds mean thanks to artificial intelligence. We want to understand what chickens are saying. Does that seem like the best idea? Researchers claim by using technology to analyze chickens' vocalizations, they can decipher six distinct emotional states, including hunger, fear, contentment. I think there'd be a ton of fear. Well, if you're a chicken that knows what time it is, yeah. Doesn't seem weird to everybody that they're just uh, raising us like this? To what end, I ask? To what end, exactly? They can decipher hunger, fear, anger, contentment, excitement, and distress. They say using AI, they can, they can decipher these vocalizations with 80% accuracy. This is what's so brilliant. Is that about accurate this. enough? Oh, I don't know. I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, it's one thing for you know, shooting free throws, but... How in the world do they know if it's accurate, though? If a chicken clucks and you go, it's afraid. Yeah. How do we... How do you... How do you Cross-check that. This, just, this doesn't add up. Do you ask the chicken later when you made this noise, were you really hungry? Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I don't know that I'm buying it. Study was spearheaded by University of Tokyo professor Adrian David Shiak, who's better known 
for all the work he's done in the field of sex robots. Thank you for that. I think there's been a mix-up. My sex robot just laid an egg. Yeah, I think there's been some contamination in the studies here. I got a chicken lady sex robot. This isn't good. Proof of concept study published in Research Square details the team's findings. It has yet to be reviewed, but the paper has been submitted to Nature Scientific Reports. This is just the beginning, the paper says. We hope to be able to adapt these AI techniques and machine learning techniques to other animals and lay the groundwork for incredible intelligence in the various animal-related industries. If we know what animals are feeling, we can design a much better world for them. Our methodology employs a cutting-edge AI technique we call deep emotional analysis learning, a highly mathematical and innovative approach that allows for the nuanced understanding of emotional states through auditory data. You know, that's the thing about chickens, Darren. So much of it is nuanced. (laughs) That's true. It's all very subtle. It's just a lot of... A lot of gray area. They have a saying in the chicken industry. Sometimes it's what the chickens aren't saying. It's like jazz. It's like the notes you don't play. This guy got a check from somebody Wow! to say that he's using a computer to talk to chickens. <laughs> wow. Get it while you can. This Chiak collaborated with a team of eight animal psychologists and veterinary surgeons who offered their insights about the emotional states of chickens. <laughs> I'll be your knight in shining chicken armor. Together they analyzed a sample size of 80 birds and about 200 hours of chicken noises. <laughs> How do we get a job like this? No kidding. That's Yeah, no, I uh <laughs> I I've been trying to translate what chickens are saying. I think this one says he's hungry, and the AI is backing me up. Scientists fed the AI with hundreds of hours of chicken recordings and then labeled each sound with an emotional state. That they came up with. They then uploaded. <laughs> that they came up with. Oh, this chicken uh, is having a, a hard time right now. It's, uh, the holidays are so tough for chickens. They uploaded hundreds of hours of new chicken sounds to AI, and the technology was able to correctly pinpoint the chicken's emotional states most of the time. The team says here, quote, This research not only opens up new avenues for understanding and improving animal welfare, but also sets a precedent for further studies in AI-driven interspecies communication. No, it doesn't. The scientists say chickens are highly social animals, and Chiak and his team plan to create a free app so that farmers can use technology to communicate with their chickens. Brother. If you're a, if you're a chicken, do you want... If you're a chicken farmer, do you want to know what they're saying or thinking? 
Because what if they start saying things like, we'd rather not be dinner? And we're coming for you. <laughs> Research has the potential to offer insights into animal welfare and to improve veterinary medicine to make for better conditions in poultry farming, lend a hand in animal behavior research, and facilitate human-animal interaction. <laughs> Previous studies on chickens have found that they are highly intelligent creatures and exhibit signs of self-awareness and even some numerical abilities. Chickens can do math? Great. I'm dumber than a chicken. Technology is ever-evolving, and one startup claims that they have a smart collar that can help owners understand what their dog is saying every time it barks. Let me guess. Every time it barks, it's I love you. Mm -hmm. Right? And they have x-ray glasses. I just love that this guy took a break from all the work he's doing in the sex robot field to, to tell us what chickens Yeah, something are. that actually helps us out. <laughs> your, your parents were so proud until you put out this chicken nonsense. <laughs> and we're able to, uh, we're able to, using this, uh, read what the chickens are writing. <laughs> Although it looks like chicken scratch. Number five. 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 Number five. You know, I am exactly, I, I, I was... I was pleased to uh, discover this about myself the other day. I am exactly now old enough to have purchased a hand-cranked Noah weather radio years old. I thought, it's time now. Uh, what? I need to get one of those hand-cranked uh, weather radios. In case there's a storm? You just never know, Darren. You just never you know. I got a deal on one of these you. things. Huh? What's, what's the radio going to tell you? Well, if there's Is the a storm still going on, yes, I know it's still going on. I can hear it going on out well, there. Well, if I lose power, I can just crank the radio, and then I can hear what's going on with the Noah. It also has, by the way, not only does it have the weather band, which is something else to listen to. Yeah, it also has your AM, uh -huh. your FM. Yeah. I was cranking on this radio, and I was listening to the station on this uh, weather radio. I'm like, you just well, bought this? this? Nice. Yes, yes. It also has a compass, a flashlight. <laughs> wow. And short band. What sort of trouble do you think you're going to get into? It's just good. It's good to have just in case. You never know. Another derecho flies through the area. I'm good to go. I'll be informed on what's going on. You know, whenever there's a, a storm, the meteorologists are always like, oh, you got to get a weather radio. Got to have a weather radio. And I've always thought, weather radio. That's something an old man would have in his closet. A, I don't know well, about, I'm that old man now. I don't know about a weather radio, but I, you have a storm like that brewing. Mm -hmm. You do need to put some beer on ice. Well, that's... that's so again... One of the first things you do is you yeah. put a bunch of beer in your bathtub, right? Oh, not the bath. You, you said that you've got, you will do that, that you'll put a bunch of ice in the bathtub. I, I could. I could. I'd probably just put it in a cooler. But uh, it's, it's not enough, again... To have a plan, you got to have a good plan. Mm, that's well said. This thing has a compass in case I get lost in my house, a flashlight, and... Uh, in case it gets dark in the house. Yes, yes. I, I couldn't be more pleased with this. I put it away in the... Uh, and it, it has, you can put AAA batteries in it, but it also has the ability. It's also solar powered, 
And if you crank on it for like, here's the here's the rub though. You got to crank on it for like 15 minutes. So I'm like Gilligan or riding the bicycle, providing the electricity for this thing. Do you have any sort of freeze dried uh, food supply? I'm not there yet. Okay. No. But it's the sort of thing you wouldn't you wouldn't mind getting for a gift. I'm not there yet. No. No, I'm fine with the canned food and the dry food in the pantry. I don't anticipate any problems I have lasting more than a day or two. Okay. Would that be a fun gift? (laughs) Freeze-dried food? I'm just, you know. Like the astronauts like just trying to figure out what you might want. No, that's not it. I'm not there yet. I will get there. Is it your birthday next week already? Uh, There is talk of that, yes. Oh, boy, the Dick Butkus birthday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. That reminds me, if somebody's having a birthday on September 20th, that's today, you ought to let us know about it because we'll be doing the birthday barn after 8.30, right? Yeah. How do they do that? Well, you can go to the website. That'd be one way. What uh, website is that? Planet939.com. Click on the birthday barn link. Let us know whose birthday it is. Maybe it's even yours, or I suppose you could also text us and that number is 563-223-8355. People, let's see. Uh, People wondering, yesterday on the show, you guys were talking about, let me make sure I have this right. Getting in a fight with a kangaroo? Yes, we did talk about that yesterday. Um, Or no, that was was actually a couple days ago. Um, Yesterday on the show, what did you say someone got chlamydia from that wasn't sex? A bird. Yeah, that was a guy who uh, had lost his sense of smell and uh, slept on a dead bird they for four hours. They didn't say he got that. They said you could get it from a bird. Yes, that was something you could get. Which I didn't know. And if you again. sleep on a dead bird, as this guy did, he was at a buddy's house. The buddy's cat brought a dead bird in the house and put it on his pillow. And he slept on it. He woke up and there was a dead bird under his head. You think you would, you think that would wake you up? The sensation of a bird on a dead bird on your face would wake you up, yeah. Mm, not if it's a deep sleep, <laughs> the kind of deep sleep that maybe is induced by oh, I don't know. Maybe the sort of sleep he needed. Yeah, although how do you ever fall uh, that deep asleep knowing that? I think I think that would shock your system so much you could never get that kind of sleep ever again. So the moral of the story is that yes. if you ever have to explain why you have chlamydia to someone, mm-hmm. you might want to come up with the uh, the excuse that you slept with a bird. I don't know that that's better. I don't I don't know that a that's, dead bird. I don't know that that's better than the traditional uh, transmission of chlamydia. Yeah. At, I, I think at least it's an excuse. It maybe isn't a great one. <laughs> Do you remember the the pamphlets that they used to hand out? That chlamydia is not. Who a, did? The, uh, when I was in college, I was a resident assistant, and they would give us all of these pamphlets. And then to you hand had out. to pass them out. Yeah. Well, I had to make sure that everyone knew where they could find the pamphlets. See that, that. And it was a pamphlet that just said something like, "Chlamydia is not a flower." And then you'd open it up and there'd be and you had shocking pay- images and, of what it could do to your insides. And I'm gonna get I'm going to get a pamphlet about that yes. from you. Well, I know. That I mean that makes about as much sense as you being a chili judge. 
It just doesn't. It doesn't hold a ton of water. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just. It's just. What in the world are we doing? It's just. Just. Well, I don't. I, would you, I can't. Would you rather I, get I'm, your STD information from an unclean person? I, I'm just sorry. I'm not sure I understand what I'm you're just, saying. I'm just sorry. I, I like your tone I'm here. I'm just sorry, but I don't know if I can take any of this seriously. Listen, in both instances, I was asked and I said, I will serve. In both instances, I raised my hand and said, yes, whatever it, whatever it takes. Darren is referring to the. Bettendorf firefighter chili cook-off that's happening this Saturday at the Isle of Capri and the the covered lot that's right there on the river. The Quad City firefighters chili cook-off. Any update on who the judges are going to be, including you? Uh, Again, this is information that Irish Jenny will share when she visits us tomorrow. 1777 Isle Parkway in Bettendorf. Join me there for the second annual competition between local fire departments to see who makes the best firehouse chili in the Quad Cities. $10 entry fee to sample each chili, and then you get to vote for the winner. All proceeds benefit the Firefighter Benevolent Fund. Let it's going to be a lot. This. It's going to be a ton of fun. It yes. does sound like it. And a ton. who makes better firehouse chili than actual Quad City firemen? It does and fire women. It sounds fire people. Fun. This, people of fire. This, they will be making chili for you to sample. This yes, This is my concern. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a bunch of fire stations... From all over the area. Hopefully, you know, even from both sides of the river. No, they will be there from both sides. Both sides of the river. Yes. And even like what you would call um, rural towns. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, out in the country. Yeah, you can have volunteer fire house chili. Sure. Yes. It sounds to me, with all of the firemen there Mm -hmm. participating in this, that we're leaving ourselves susceptible to fires that's that's they're not on you you know that there's a portion of so you're saying the fire stations will be covered yes okay we're not we're not gutting the fire stations so that you can have your little chili thing it's not a little chili thing it's a big chili big chili thing so i'm not gonna you're not gonna sit here and and diminish how incredible this event is going to be so it's not gonna be like i smell smoke no. I see smoke in the distance. No, no. They, they're, they're not. You understand that firemen and firewomen are not on call 24-7, 365, right? You get that they take, they take shifts, right? Like you understand. I bet they're on call a lot. Well, I mean, if there's something super big, like that steel plant that went on, up on flames They would last have to night, leave the chili thing. Eh, maybe a couple of them got to take off. I don't know. That, God willing, that won't happen. Everything will be fine. I don't want it to happen. No. But at this, uh, just to be on the safe side, Saturday morning is not a day to, uh, to be playing around in your don't pile pl- of oily rags. What we're saying is don't play with fire. That's an well, that's, that's important lesson, Darren. If you could just all give us a break on Saturday, it'd be great. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. I've said this before, but I thoroughly enjoyed that review of what we got done. That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Thanks for downloading and listening to it. Uh, hopefully you subscribed. If you get a chance, leave a review. Tell everybody you had a good time. The podcast was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They have the largest menu 
in Illinois, and they offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, and more. Sign up uh, for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment on Twitter and also Instagram. Until next time, hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, representing. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davenport, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.